Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick or... You can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show will check in with the Yankees who hosted the Astros last night. And it sounded like this. That was all night last night at Yankee Stadium. Only 10,000, but it sounded a lot louder than that. So we'll talk to Michael Kay, the Yankee broadcaster, about payback time, the payback tour for the Astros. They didn't get it last year, but they're getting it this year. And really, the faces of the cheating scandal, Altuve, Bregman, Correa, they're there. Uh, Garrett Cole, who was with the Astros back then, now with the Yankees, he pitches, I believe, on Thursday night. We'll get to phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. I mentioned that DK Metcalf will run in the U.S. track and field Golden Games. That'll be coming up in the 100-meter dash this weekend. Now, he's football fast. He ran a 4-3-40 at the Combine. There's a history of receivers who have had major success in track and field. I always go back to Bob Hayes, the former Cowboy. He won gold at the Olympics. Had a Hall of Fame career. Willie Galt and James Jett were Olympic level sprinters. The hurdler, Ronaldo Skeets Nehemiah, he had a run in the NFL. And Metcalf can make a name for himself or a bigger name for himself. But this is a football guy. And uh, I'm sure he's uh, got enough competition in the NFC West of just trying to get open, let alone trying to make the U.S. Olympic team. But hey, it's a benefit from both. You know, DK Metcalf and the sport itself. What if he beats a couple of these guys? So I think it could be fun. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. LeBron is going to sit all this week. The Bucks beat the Nets again. And 
I think you got to start thinking about can the Nets stay healthy in the postseason? Not, hey, they're going to get everybody back. They're going to get everybody back. How healthy? How long can they stay healthy? How sustainable? That's what's going to be the most interesting part of this. And the same on the West Coast with LeBron and Anthony Davis and Dennis Schroeder. How healthy will they be and is it sustainable? Because playoff basketball, you might have a day off or two days off in between, but then you go right back at it and you're playing a quality competition in basketball, as we know, is a whole lot different than uh, in the postseason. All right. Uh, we got a new poll question, McLevin. Are we going to go yeah. with the Aaron Rodgers drama? Yeah. So Paulie just sent, how will the Rodgers story end? He will be traded. He will not play slash hold out. Or he will get a huge new contract for Green Bay. If I had to bet today, well, I don't know the organization. I don't know if Mark Murphy, who's the CEO, just says, hey, you know, enough's enough. Like, you don't want to be here. You don't like it here. Now we have to move on. Now, they did it before, but it was easier to move on from Brett Favre, who didn't have an MVP season when they were moving on from him. He had a subpar season. And I think they knew at that time, after three years, what they had with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if they know what they have with Jordan Love. Let's start there. Because if you know that you got a star in the making, then I think you have to be a little bit more amenable to, yes, we will trade one of the great quarterbacks of all time. And, you know, you have to look at this bigger picture. It can't be in a vacuum like the next two years in Aaron Rodgers. you got to start looking at this, you know, three years, four years, five years, six years down the road. Who are you? What are you? Did you stick up for your GM, Brian, Brian Gutekunst? Like, those are the things that should be in play. Those aren't headline worthy. But I, if I'm the Packer organization sticking up for my people, remember when Rodgers had a problem with Matt LaFleur when he first got there? Like, you know, I got this kid here. There's no problem with him anymore. There's mutual respect there. You know, when you go 13-3, and three, that helps. But... This situation, are you going to stick up for your GM who Rodgers reportedly once fired? There's uh, an article that's in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, Tom Silverstein, well-respected beat reporter uh, covering the Packers. And he had some things that I wanted to bring out here. Because Adam Schefter, Adam Schefter on his podcast yesterday said, hey, this didn't come from Aaron, it didn't come from the Packers. Well, I don't believe it, but I don't have any information on it. Like, it just sounds like far-fetched that it didn't come from these two sides, so it came from who? Like, who wanted to sabotage the night? Who wanted to embarrass Rodgers or embarrass the Packers? This is what uh, Tom Silverstein wrote. Um, This has to be coming from Rodgers. He's smart, has people in his camp, Leak the reasons he's angry with the Packers rather than address it publicly. It allows him a chance later to deny any of it was coming from him when it absolutely must be coming from him. The reporter goes on to say, if you know Rogers, he's as private as it gets. And if someone in his circle were spreading information he didn't want reported, you can bet that person would be cut out of the mix. So believe it all. If he wanted to correct the narrative, he could speak on one of his buddies' radio shows with no fear of being challenged or asked tough questions. 
The Packers, who bear some fault in this spat due to Brian Gutekun's poor communication with his quarterback, know Rodgers is mad about a decision to cut a nondescript receiver, Jake Kumaro. Now, I'm putting in nondescript because he got cut, and then he got signed by the Bills after being cut, played in six games, and then he was cut, and then he was re-signed. But Rodgers, two days prior to Kumaro getting cut, went on a radio show, maybe it was Pat McAfee, and, and talked about how he loved Kumaro. So the Kumaro decision, uh, he wanted Jordy Nelson to uh, continue to be a Packer. He was released. He played one more year with the Raiders. He's mad about Jordan Love being drafted. Uh, mad that uh, head coach Matt LaFleur went for a field goal after Rodgers failed three times to score from the eight-yard line in the NFC title game. And he's mad that he wasn't offered a long-term extension with several years of guaranteed money. That's according to Tom Silverstein. He ends his column by saying, San Francisco coach Kyle Shanahan said he talked to Matt LaFleur about acquiring Rodgers but was told no deal. The Packers seem to be taking a hard line with those interested in Rodgers, but that is going to change. Sometimes a relationship must end the hard way. This is one of those cases, and the Packers should make the best of it with the trade. Well, well, that's a lot. That's a lot. It's only Wednesday. This happened, what, six days ago? I'm exhausted from it. And we have no clarity, finality to this. The title of the article is Opinion, Aaron Rodgers holding Packers hostage to satisfy his grudges so Green Bay should be prepared to trade him. Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Yes, Seaton. So there's another Packers beat reporter that says this is Aaron Rodgers' fault, not the team's fault. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As Seaton brought up yesterday, Rob Domoski, who covers the Packers, they have to cover the Packers after Aaron Rodgers leaves. And they're going to want access to the Packers <laughs> after Aaron Rodgers leaves as well. So this is a bread and butter issue. Yeah, but I could understand why... And how it would come from Aaron Rodgers' side of, of this. I, I do understand it. I'm trying to understand the Packers' side of this if they leaked it. Because it feels like Rodgers wanted to embarrass the Packers. That was my initial thought when I heard it, when Shefty was saying it. I'm watching it live, and I'm going, the timing of this on the night of the draft. And Shefty is adamant in saying, it's, hey, this didn't come from Aaron Rodgers. This didn't come from Aaron Rodgers. Okay, and it didn't come from the Packers. Fritzy did reach out to Shefty. I just want to know, you don't have to tell me who, why, why was this leaked? Because that'll tell me a whole lot more about this situation. Because if you're going to say, it wasn't these two, it might have been somebody who was interested in trading for Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Yeah, Paul. It would be so great in the week we found out that the source of the story was Jordan Love the whole time. <laughs> that if you want to spike up a story, come on. No, Shailene Woodley. There you go. Yeah, yeah his fiance. You know, sources close to me tell me. Yes, yes. McLean. When there's a question of why something was leaked in the NFL, there's only one answer. There's always the same answer. It's always money. Yeah. Well, Rogers wants more guaranteed money, and 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 this was pointed out in the article. Rodgers may be doing something to the organization that hurts Aaron Rodgers. Because if you get this money, guaranteed money, you got salary cap issues, 
then you can't add to this team. And so he could be, you know, his play could be, hey, I want you to admit that you guys made a mistake. I want you to admit you were wrong about me. I want you to admit that you never should have drafted. Like, I'm guessing that's what he wants. Amia culpa. And if you're the Packers, you can't do that. I mean, unless you, and I said this prior to the draft. Trade Jordan Love. Now you admit it, but then you move on. Like, just rip the Band-Aid off and move on. Then you say to Aaron Rodgers, we made a mistake. Okay? Yeah, McLovin. I mean, isn't it, that's what the Pats did with Jimmy G to some extent. They, they... Well, yeah, Tom said, hey, uh, it's either me or him, basically. And, and, we... he, and he went above Belichick and went to Robert Kraft, reportedly, to say, you know, let's go. Let's get him out of here. That's why when Terry Bradshaw goes, you know, if you're a quarterback and you, I never worried about anybody. Okay, Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, and he was worried about Jimmy Garoppolo. So that's nonsense what Bradshaw was saying. Yes, you worry about it. Because, you know, Tom has everything you would want, but he didn't have that security from his head coach. And that head coach was siding with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. Is there any reason, Seton just pointed out, does anyone want Jordan Love? There's no buzz around this guy. He came off a bad year at Utah State, really bad. I feel like that's part of the problem, too, that no one thinks Jordan Love is the heir apparent. If you said he's another Patrick Mahomes, okay, we got a good conversation going. But I don't know if he was the third string quarterback. I don't know if the Packers know what they have. Until you get in there and there's live bullets, you have no. There are guys who look great in practice. Practice. But then they get into a game, it's like you throw up on your shoes. Yes, Paulie? I think they could trade him fast if they wanted to for like a fourth or third round pick because people love young, promising players. Love has done nothing to make people think he's not good. Darnold got another chance. Uh, Dwayne Haskins got another chance. I know they didn't give up anything for him, but all these young guys get another shot. Yeah, yeah, see. But all those young guys that were just mentioned played. They actually got to play a little bit. There's a, you haven't even heard this dude's name until unless it's connected immediately to Aaron Rodgers being upset. Other than that, he's completely anonymous as a quarterback. And he didn't get to play in the uh, preseason either. We, we don't know. Yeah, Todd. And how much pressure is on this kid when he does finally get a chance to play? <laughs> All this fuss over me and everyone's making me be outside going to be the next thing. And then if I don't have like an elite career, well, this is going to be like on my shoulders. In case you're wondering, Brett Favre has a, uh, an opinion about this. This is uh, courtesy of Brett Favre's podcast. No one there, and, and I think I know him fairly well. If he has a grudge, whether it be against the organization or a player or an, an arch rival or family, friends, he ain't budging. I don't see him coming back and, and, and saying, if this is not resolved, however, whatever the issue is, if it's not resolved, or even if it's resolved, but he feels like they got one up on him, he ain't going to play. I just love that Brett Favre has a podcast. Like, if you would have said five years ago, hey, you know who's going to have a podcast? Brett Favre. I'd be like, no, nah, I don't think so. Like, who's next? John Daly going to have a podcast, too? Let's get some phone calls in here. Uh, Jason in Nebraska. Hey, Jace, what's on your mind today? Hey, Danny and Dan. Hey, love you guys. Thanks, sir. Um, two things. Just want to give you a shout-out. Um, 
for your cameo on the Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, bio. Oh, I haven't seen Pretty it good. yet. Uh, so it's yeah, a- your uh, your your sports uh, center commercial was on it, but but a uh, really good cameo. And then uh, I, I agree. Second thing, I agree, Danny. It's the fiance because <laughs> no, I don't. I, know, no, I don't nine, even want to do nine that. Nine problems, Jace, but, no, uh, no, 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 oh, wait, no, no, no. Don't don't pin that on Shailene Woodley. I was just joking. I'm just just joking. Yeah, I have a little cameo in uh, a the Stone Cold Steve Austin documentary, and it has to do with the Sports Center commercial that I did with him. I di- I didn't have any other real interaction. He came into the New York studio a couple of years ago, and he was. Awesome. He was so much fun, but I, I don't know him. They just asked me about shooting that commercial with him. And those commercials happen where you're with a celebrity, an athlete, and they come in and then, you know, you kind of move on because we, we always had to do sports center. I had to interrupt writing sports center that night to do that commercial with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I think I had like four or five takes where I hit him in the back with a, a metal chair. I have the folding chair uh, in here. But this was the actual break room at ESPN. People are waiting to get coffee. And I'm like, uh, we're, we're shooting a commercial here. And I'm picking up a metal chair and smashing Steve Austin in the back with it. But I had to go back then right after. And then you I have to do Sports Center that night. So you don't sit around and go, Steve, let's talk about your career. So I got let me hit you one more time before I go back to writing SportsCenter. Booyah. Yeah, Paul. I can remember watching. I was in the other room. We were watching you shoot that video, and you're hitting him with the, Hard. the folding chair. Hard. And they have, like, people on set. They have, like, a, almost not like a stunt person who goes over walks it through the stunt, and there's lots of directors and people. And I think on the third or fourth swing, you cut your your knuckle on the chair, and you had, like, a little dribble of blood. And, the, like, the nursing people are walking over. Are you okay? And Steve Stone Cold's like, I'm right here. I just got hit with a chair eight times. <laughs> You know, he had a small pad on his back, small pad. And I was supposed to hit hit. I was supposed to hit that pad and hit it square. So it didn't glance up and hit him in the back of the head. And I, you know, the first time you're hitting somebody like I, I kind of like hit him, but I, I didn't go through the motions. He goes, you got to hit me harder than that. And so I, I took another swing and he goes, you can go harder than that. And the last one that I took, you can see the paper on the, uh, there's like a bulletin board. The paper is like, and I hit him so hard. And he goes, that was good. That was good. Because the whole thing is I hit him and then he goes, give me another one. And I I swing so hard because I I knew I had to go back and start writing sports. And I'm like, I got to hit this guy so hard. And I got the chair over there. It's dented. From where I hit him in this little pad, Whew. I couldn't you imagine it glances up and and he had I, I'm sure he had back surgery, he had had back surgery. Yeah, Paul. It's always funny when you see wrestlers interviewed and the host will say, "Well, you know, it's all fake." Like <laughs> you, you can say it's scripted. Don't say it's fake. Oh, That's what gets them mad. I was never going to say when the Undertaker came in. Like we had a group of them come in. And th- none of us, none of us were going like, "Oh, well, we know it's fake." It was like. You guys are athletes. It's staged, but I have great respect for what you do. I do. It was never in my wheelhouse growing up where it was that important. And then I missed the, you know, the, the golden days of Hulk and Andre the Giant. And I watched it, but not really that attached to it. But I, I did. They're entertainers. Like when you put 70 or 80,000 
into an arena. Wasn't that in Detroit? Wasn't that the Silverdome? God. It's entertainment, man. Big time. Ben in Wisconsin, then we'll take a break. Hey, Ben, what's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Uh, I'm 23 years old and in college, and I've actually been really lucky. I've been one of those Packer fans that got to grow up with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers my whole life. Yeah. So I was kind of one of those spoiled fans that didn't go through those uh, 70s and 80s. <laughs> but the one thing that I want to say about the city of Green Bay that I've noticed over the years is that we're the best historic. We're the small town. We're the best of the NFL when it comes to the history of the game. But the problem with the fan base and what I've seen over the past week and a half now with some of these people being negative towards Rodgers is we're just we're stuck in the 90s when it comes to a town and a fan base. And Brett Favre was the most beloved man in town because Brett Favre never had $40 million put in front of him. Brett Favre was the old school guy who got to live in the NFL and didn't have to get paid what he was worth because the NFL wasn't as big with these TV contracts back then. So anybody who's upset that Rodgers wants to make his $40 million and wants to be paid for what he's worth, he's the only reason we've been good, and we've been, it's been shown over the years. Anytime he has a broken collarbone, anytime he has a concussion, we, we turtle the whole time he's gone. We'll, we'll go 6-10 and 10 in a season without him. And we've seen it in those McCarthy years, and McCarthy got fired because of it. Everybody finally realized what he's been covering up over these years. All right. Well, thank you, Ben. Well, you know, Rodgers does have to understand, if you do get this money, what does it do to the team you're quarterbacking? And I think it does hurt the team. You got a team that's good, bordering on great. Uh, almost went to the Super Bowl. I mean, imagine if Rodgers scores the touchdown and you go to the Super Bowl. Now, do I think Green Bay beats Kansas City? I don't. Because I don't think they had good enough defense like Tampa. But would we be having this conversation? Is Aaron that upset? Let's say you won the Super Bowl. You did draft Jordan Love. You still have that GM. And you don't have a contract extension. Is he still complaining? That's what I would be curious about. Because you, if he scores a touchdown, then, we, then Green Bay goes to the Super Bowl. Are, are you going to have a different opinion, a feeling with this team if you had gone to a Super Bowl, as opposed to being eight yards short? We'll take a break. We'll come back. Michael Kay, the great Yankee broadcaster on the atmosphere last night with the Astros and the Yankees. Take a break. 22 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Discover the Discover credit card, and you don't have to thank me later because Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card. That's at the end of your first year automatically. And there's no limit on how much you can earn, which sounds crazy. It's amazing. In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. My Discover credit card is accepted in 99% uh, 99 of the places in the United States that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, we got even more drama with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> There's a report by Rob Domofsky of ESPN who joined us yesterday. The Packers think the 49ers Broncos tampered with Aaron Rodgers over the weekend. The report says the Packers have not filed a tampering complaint with the NFL because tampering is incredibly hard to prove, according to Rob Domofsky. But uh, did they reach out? Well, didn't the Niners call the Packers? Like, I don't know. Did they call Rodgers first? Yes, McLovin. I didn't even know we had tampering in the NFL. I thought that was the NBA. (laughs) Uh, They could use some tampering. 
Bring in Michael Kay, the Yes Network Yankees play-by-play announcer. Um, the uh, pregame show on Yes starts tonight at 6 Eastern. Game coverage with Mike, David Cohn, Paul O'Neill begins at 7. With the Astros there, Did uh, how did last night play out in accordance to what you thought it was going to play out as far as the atmosphere, Mike? The atmosphere was amazing, Dan. Um, it was probably the, the best atmosphere for a baseball game since the ALCS in 2019. So they didn't have any fans last year. Uh, this year, there's been about 10,000 fans, 9,000, 10,000 fans at every home game. It's It's been lively when you compare it to nobody. But yesterday, 10,850 fans actually sounded like a crowd of 50,000. They were loaded for bear. They wanted to pay back the Astros them waiting, storing this up. It was uh, it was definitely a postseason atmosphere, to tell you the truth. I, I don't know what your feelings were when this first came out, that they had won the World Series, and then there was the cheating there. Uh, we know the players weren't punished. It was the manager and the GM. But what should baseball have done? Well, obviously, they, they kind of made the quote-unquote deal with the devil, Dan, where in order for the players to admit what they did, they were granted immunity. So you couldn't punish them after that. And I understand that. That's all part of, of doing business that way and getting um, some kind of uh, admission on, on paper. But what they should have done, I don't understand why they didn't, and nobody's ever really given me a good explanation, is they should have taken away the World Series trophy and the World Series title. If you do that, then the players can't walk around with a ring and, uh, you know, 50 years from now say they were world champions in 2017. And I think that's what angers the fans. And it doesn't get the Yankees the chance to play in the World Series in 2017. It doesn't get the Dodgers a championship in 2017. But at least there's some kind of justice that's extracted for what they did. Now, would they do it again? Well, why wouldn't they do it again? The players weren't punished at all. Yeah. Yeah, I said the same thing. Like, what's the deterrent? It's like Robinson Cano is still playing baseball and he should be out of baseball. You get popped twice? I mean, come on. What What is the deterrent anymore? Uh, uh, Altuve ended up signing a contract that he's making close to $30 million a year. Like, okay, so it's tainted. I'm still making all this money, but I don't know. Do you, is there any sympathy for the Astros? Like, like last night as you're watching this, any sympathy? It's funny you ask that because I think they all deserve the greeting that they got in the Bronx, and I expected it, and I think it's going to be worse tonight. But I I felt a little bit sorry for Altuve, and here's why. This guy was one of the most likable players in all of baseball. He was a guy that people said, wow, if he could make it, anybody could make it. Against all odds, he became this great player. And if he thinks that yesterday is just a one-shot deal, it's not. As long as he plays this game, he is going to be the villain now. So he turned into the fa- from the favorite to the villain. And did he really need to cheat? Are his talents enough that if he didn't know the signs, would he still have been a great player? And I still believe he would have been. But now he's got this scarlet letter attached to him for all time, and he's going to be booed until the end of his career. And I, I kind of feel sorry for him a bit. But there's levels of cheating, though, Michael. Like, that's that's the hard part when you – you know, we can do like baseball cheating where I'm at second base and I can look in and see where the catcher is situated, whatever. But, you know, you got steroids in here. Uh, so it's kind of hard to go, okay, doctoring a baseball. I, like what is, hey, that's okay, that's the game, and then what is not okay? You know, it, it's kind of like the old Supreme Court uh, decision on pornography. I'll know it when I see it. You know, it, it's kind of like you have to judge it for yourself. Like when the Red Sox were punished for 2018, Dan, I thought that was gamesmanship. 
All right, they studied the catcher's signs on a video. Then they told their players what the signs would be. When a guy got to second base, he actually transferred that to the batter. I think that's gamesmanship. But banging trash cans and having a live camera in the dugout uh, in center field and, and transferring it into the alleyway of the dugout, to me, that was cheating. And the Astros know it was cheating. And then, you know, the humorous thing was that they come out, Dan, and said, well, we didn't do it in the postseason. Oh, okay, I'll play along. So it worked <laughs> all of the season, but you didn't do it in the postseason. And, and another reason why I think the Yankees are still upset, uh, Gleyber Torres said this a year ago, okay, it worked in 2017 and you won a World Series. You all of a sudden stopped in 18 and 19? You hadn't been caught yet. Why would you all of a sudden stop? Did you have this pang of guilt? The whole thing is still messy. And I'll tell you the truth, a lot of people in the Yankee organization think that things weren't in the up and up in 2019 either when Altuve hit that walk-off home run against Chapman, but that's never been proven. Well, it's like when Andy Pettit said, hey, I just did it to come back from an injury. I used steroids, and then I stopped. I don't know anybody who stops unless you have to stop. And, you know, so that's another, you know, that's more individual. This was systemic. This was an organization. But has Garrett Cole ever talked about, you're a pitcher on the Astros. You benefited, even if, like, you're in the dugout. Like, did you hear the trash can being banged? Did you did you see the results of some of this? Did they keep it a secret from the pitching staff? Has has Cole ever commented on, you know, what he knew and when he knew it? Well, it's funny. They didn't keep it a secret from Mike Fires when he told yes. the athletics. So he's the one who blew the whole lid off of it. But he has been very quiet about it. You know, he's answered some questions, but he hasn't been expansive. And he's one of the best athletes I've ever seen in answering questions, really thinking about them. But, uh, you know, he's saying that when he was there, he didn't see anything. And he just leaves it at that because, uh, you know, there hasn't been any proof that in those years they had done anything wrong. But in 2017, there actually is proof. So I guess he could, you know, walk around it that way. Is there a rivalry with the Mets and Yankees now? Is it, you know, legitimate? I think if the Mets end up being really good, you know, those six games could be exciting. I, I really think, Dan, that the interleague play has kind of been played now. It's been overdone. The six games a year is too much. And unless they're both really good, I don't know if it's going to be the same sort of rivalry. I think the rivalries now are with the Astros, the Rays, and the Red Sox. And the Mets are more of a fun thing. Uh, but if they get good and, you know, there's a battle for the city and, you know, both fan bases get really into it, I think that will ignite that again. But I think it's those three teams in the American League that the Yankees really – have a rivalry with great to catch up with you michael my best to uh paul and david thanks we'll be watching tonight thanks dan have a great one that's uh michael k the yes network yankees play-by-play -play announcer paul o'neill david Cohn. their festivities start at six eastern tonight on yes yeah i was watching last night i just wanted to get the atmosphere the the feel of and then i tune in and giancarlo stanton hits a bomb i'm like okay this crowd has got to be pumped up. Like, you don't want to have that reaction to the Astros and then not win the game. Like, we're so mad. And wait, we lost again to these guys? Yeah, Paul. The first time I ever went to Yankee Stadium, I, I think it was uh, late 90s. I'd never been there before. I got a cheap ticket. I was sitting in the bleachers. And Ken Griffey was in town. And that was a big deal. We're sitting behind Griffey. And, but the, uh, the, the Yankees fans were going, F you, Griffey, and chanting it. Like a little group of fans. And he took his mitt and put it around his finger and gave the fans the middle finger. But he had it encased in his glove. But he was smiling the whole time. And they actually clapped for him that they gave, he gave the middle finger. It's like, all right, way to give it back. Chris in Phoenix joins us on this topic. Hi, Chris. Thanks for holding. Hey, Dan, 59 and a Hall of Good Advice 220. Hey, 
Hey, Dan, so what, uh, what was on my mind is in your illustrious sports coverage career, have you ever seen a city have all of their sports teams fall flat on their face like Houston since 2017? The Rockets were on fire with Harden picking up Chris Paul. The Texans drafted Deshaun Watson, had Watt and Hopkins, uh, and the Astros coming off World Series win. And now that whole town is kind of pathetic when it comes to sports. I was trying to think, and thank you, Chris. I was trying to think of a team that had that much success and then that much failure. Now, the Texans have had success making the playoffs. The Rockets have had some success in the postseason. And I'm not talking about, you know, Kim Olajuwon. I'm talking about James Harden uh, when they had Chris Paul. And uh, then you have the Astros. Like, they were all playing at playoff level and above. But you lose your stars as well. I mean, you tune in to the Rockets. What are you tuning into? John Wall, if John Wall was playing out here on my court in the man cave, I might eventually get out there. But no offense to John, but you, you let go Russell Westbrook for John Wall. No DeAndre Hopkins, no J.J. Watt. We don't know if Deshaun Watson ever plays in Houston again. By the way, you got the worst odds for the Super Bowl next year. Congratulations. But you might get a decent quarterback next year. And then you got the Astros. Yeah, McLovin. Yeah, Houston does seem... I was trying to think of another team. Yeah. You know, New York's had a bad sports run. That's been noted. The, the Knicks and the Nets were bad. The Mets were disappointing. The Yikes were disappointing. And the Jets and the Giants are all of a sudden two and three in the draft every year. But they didn't have that precipitous fall like that fall from grace like uh, you're up on the pedestal and it's like whoa well that hurt when we hit you know the jets aren't any good uh the giants have been so so mets haven't been good they when's the last time the yankees won a world series yeah paul the yankees last appeared and won the world series in 2009 yeah <laughs> that's a that's a generation like george steinbrenner imagine if george steinbrenner were alive today and you went through this dry patch. Yeah, see. Yeah, but there's probably lots of teams that would love to have a 12-year dry patch and have that be like the end of the world. You know what I mean? I mean, they're still in the playoffs just about every year. Yeah, but the Yankees can't. That That's yeah. different. Like, the Yankees win. They win titles. They don't just make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, some of these teams, like, hey, the Mariners, we made the playoffs. Yeah, McClellan. You know who deserves bad karma? Boston. Because that was just a ridiculous run. Kids in Boston have seen too many titles. I'm sorry, but it's just spread it around. And there are probably some snot-nosed kids, you know, who, you know, they they were born and all of a sudden you got the, the Celtics win a title and the Bruins win a title and the Red Sox are winning title. Brady shows up. I can imagine what their their life must be like now, the heartache that they must be going through right now. <laughs> the Cam Newton era. Yes. My wife and I spent a lot of time last football season being like, being like, buddy, it wasn't always, you know, you got to remember you don't always win. <laughs> you're okay, telling pal? your son. Yeah. You're telling son, buddy, this guy, no, Cam Newton, Trey, he's good, but he's just not Tom Brady. That whole thing that doesn't usually happen. That's not the way that this is. We haven't won in two years. Does stinks. Yes. Time. But what makes it worse is this cheating, the scandals, this malcontent. It's not about a, a group of local teams that used to be great and then all of a sudden they aren't as good as they used to be. There's just this extra layer with Houston about how they went from the top to the bottom. Well, the Red Sox accused of cheating. The Patriots have been accused of cheating. They somehow survived. 
We'll take a break. Uh, by the way, if you're watching on Peacock, it is uh, Cinco de Mayo, and we are having beer braised chicken tacos with jalapeno relish coming off the Traeger grills. You can live vicariously through us. Coming up next year on The Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to expresspros.com. Find the office nearest to you. 
Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs, manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. Sign up for the DP Show newsletter. Very proud of it. By the way, Mario, who is doing the DP Show calendar for this holiday season, says that there are plenty of dates available in March. Like, we have other months that are all completely full. We have almost 800 photos that were submitted, but for some reason, we don't have people born in the month of March who listen to this show. Paula, your sister was born in the month of March. Maybe you could ask her to send in a photo of her wearing some DP show gear. Will do. All right. Todd, would you recap uh, today's scoreboard? Today's scoreboard is Trevor Bauer against Jake Arietta, the scheduled pitchers for the big Cubs-Dodgers matchup tonight. Okay. Uh, we did have uh, some listeners who do pay attention to scoreboard, or we call it snoreboard. Mark Peterson sent in a, uh, a tweet. He says, uh, for Todd's snoreboard today, the answer was Trevor Bauer and Jake Arietta. You put their numbers up there, Todd? I did. I hope those are still their numbers. Todd said that they were scheduled uh, to pitch tonight, Dodgers-Cubs game. Unfortunately, Trevor Bauer pitched yesterday for the Dodgers, and Jake Arietta's on the injured list. Oh, <laughs> Other than that. They were scheduled to pitch. You yeah. have that right. Other than that, you nailed that I one. never said that they were pitching tonight. As of a couple of days ago, they were scheduled <laughs> to meet. I can't control injuries and health issues. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Uh, this day in sports history, uh, last night, Trevor Bauer pitched for the Dodgers. Oh, okay. So, um, let's see. Uh, this is a good one. 2004, it was announced that Spider-Man 2 ads would appear on bases in Major League Baseball games during games from June 11th to 13th right. uh, after the... Uh, Horrible reaction. The plan, the plan was canceled the next day by Major League Baseball. Yeah. That was a big one. Also, it was on this day, I believe, at the Kentucky Derby, that Secretariat ran the fastest derby. You know that that time, in, and, and I think it's 1973, Kentucky Derby winner Secretariat ran the fastest time ever. That time still holds up. I like, not that amazing that with all this technology and, you know, Training horses and the specialization of horses at different tracks. And Secretariat still has the fastest time. Does Secretariat still have the fastest time at the Belmont as well? Yeah, Paul. According to, uh, uh, they showed some things this weekend. Secretariat would have won this year's Kentucky Derby by seven lengths based on that time. Oh, my gosh. But that's 1973. Yeah. And that time still holds up. Amazing. Amazing animal. Uh, Ryan in Utah. Hi, Ryan. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. First, I called in on Friday, and I didn't mention – I talked about the contract stuff. I did not mention that if they trade Aaron after June 1st, yep. it's only a $21 million cap hit. Yep. So that was my fault on Friday. Okay. Uh, with Brett Favre, it's a little different because he actually retired after that season, and Packers came out and said, hey, Aaron's our guy, and then training camp came around, and, Aaron, and Brett Favre was like, hey, guys, guess what? I'm back. And that's when all the drama – if you remember the ESPYs from that year when Timberlake hosted and he made a really kind of awkward situation out of it. <laughs> I don't remember. 
Um, and by the way, Polly, just because the Bears got fields, they're still going to suck. Oh, righty, Ryan. Thank you. He's probably right. <laughs> I mean, I, I wish I had a leg to stand on there. We could take down any quarterback. I still think if Mahomes went to the Bears, he'd be like a B plus. He'd be, yeah. Be serviceable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Don in Florida. Hi, Don. It's 5'6", very surprisingly healthy, 220. Okay. Hey, uh, <laughs> I've got a comment about Aaron Rodgers, but first of all, uh, as an original double race staffer, last night, let me tell you, last night was the first time since I was five years old, growing up in Connecticut, that I rooted for the Yankees. You know, yeah. like they say in NASCAR, if you ain't cheating, you ain't an Astro. <laughs> but back to Rodgers, are the Jeopardy producers thinking any differently of hiring him after what they see with his contentious uh I, I don't know, Don. I mean, I once again, this thing is just, you know, it's like a mushroom cloud. It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's more people weighing in. There's more angles to this. You know, did did the Niners, did the Broncos tamper with him? Uh, would Rodgers actually retire? Is Rodgers the leading candidate for Jeopardy? Would he be willing to retire and just do Jeopardy? Like, there's so many things involved in this. And... I think separating fact from fiction here is going to be interesting over the next couple of weeks here. Yeah, McLovin. What if Rodgers comes out tomorrow and says, oh, I'm, I'm going to go back to the Packers. What are we going to do with this story? Well, let's go. I mean, is it possible to go away or is, or we, have we taken hold of it now and we're going to make it something? Not we, us. I mean, just no, the it feels in like this is wishful reporting. Like, you know, when I saw this story, Hey, why not say, you know, just trade Aaron Rodgers for Russell Wilson. That'll solve all the problems. So then Russ goes to Green Bay and he doesn't get to have a say in any decisions. And then Aaron gets to go to Seattle and then doesn't get to have a say in any decision. <laughs> Can't they stay in their, their, their homes right now where they are and get the same kind of treatment for management? Because if Russ does play with another team, he's going to want a new contract. And Aaron's going to want a new contract, contract extension. Yeah, McLovin. Now, I thought it was to get Russell Wilson's wife closer to L.A., but Green Bay is farther, yeah. and Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend, clo- fiance, clo- uh, which yeah. is... When are we going to hear from the real estate agents? That's the element that's missing. Yeah, it always feels like I'm hearing Aaron Rodgers has been looking in Denver. <laughs> or the uh, cousin of that rumor is, they're looking at schools. Yeah. See the, the kids Wasn't that LeBron schools. in Philadelphia? Yeah. That killed me. Yeah, my cousin saw them. They're looking at a really expensive school there. I swear it was his wife. I swear I saw her in the hall. She was checking out of school. Philadelphia. Yeah, McLevin. I think he did visit my high school because Kobe went there. I think he was looking at the Kobe gym and we, we ran with it. Just wanted to humble brag that, you know, Kobe Bryant went to my high school. Yeah. He, he, your brother played on the same team with him. That's the only story. That's my A1 story. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you've told that. Now, I tell a lot of stories a lot of times, but you only have a couple of stories that you tell a lot of times. I have a... Uh, I, you know, the Charles Barkley stealing the hat. You, Barbra you Streisand's bra. You wore Barbara Streisand's bra on your head. <laughs> That's a one <laughs> seed, man. We, I've got some, I thought I had good stories. That's a yeah. one That's seed. That's one of the great stories yeah. ever. When McLovin said that, he said it off the air, and I go, oh, oh my God, is that radio gold. You, you were in her apartment, and your friend was apartment sitting. Yeah. And and you got that, like that's what you would do if it was an '80s teen movie, yeah. And you put Barbara Streisand's bra on your head, like Anthony Michael Hall yeah. would have been, you know, 
John Cusack and they were wearing Barbara Streisand's bra on their head. If they ever make a movie out God, of this, it's so good. It's so good. It's a little thin for an overall plot. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's a good scene, though. <laughs> uh, Todd, what did you learn on today's award-nominated program? Other than destroying the uh, scoreboard and being completely wrong with the numbers. You did it, not I, me. I know. That's what I learned, how bad that was. Uh, gender reveals are weak, self-absorbed behavior, and sometimes quite dangerous. McLovin? Uh, Carson Strong, Nevada quarterback. Put him on the radar. First-round pick. Seton O'Connor. Astros are in for a long season. Yes, they are. Paulie. Michael Kay's got a fun job tonight. What we learned brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew, Mercedes-Benz Vans, built, equipped, engineered to be ready for anything, go that extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Our pleasure to serve you. Thanks for joining us. Going to do it again tomorrow. Seton, Paulie, Fritzie, McLevin, yours truly. This has been the Dan Patrick Show. Have a great day. One more item. How would you like to save up to $1,000 a month simply by managing your debt smarter? If you're a homeowner, it's true. Call American Financing to learn more. I'll give you the number coming up here in a moment. Homeowners who haven't refinanced are leaving a ton of money on the table. So make sure you're not one of those. It just takes a quick call to my friends in American Financing. America's home for home loans. Free mortgage review. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. It's really easy. See if you can add hundreds, maybe even thousands back to your monthly budget and all without starting your term over. That's right. They can get you any term 10 years and over. And you know what else? Might be able to postpone two mortgage payments, creating greater upfront savings. Imagine what you could do with the money. Call American Financing. Open now. Open nights. Open weekends. Available when you need them. 866-574-2500. 866-574-2500. American Financing. NMLS 182334. NMLSConsumeraccess.org. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.